thanks for checking out the Long and Short of It podcast. You can find us on all good podcast platforms. Please consider following or subscribing. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to The Long and Short of It, the podcast where we discuss each of the games on the Metacritic Top 100 list. My name's Lawrence and I'm joined by... This is Dan. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back. We've had a little bit of a break, a little week off after Persona, but uh, we are refreshed and raring to go. You've been on a little holiday, haven't you? I have, yeah. Got back on Saturday. Um, had a lovely treat. Which North was... Korea, was it? <laughs> Not this time. Ah, no. maybe next time. No, I'm, I'm banned. Ah, <laughs> of course, of course. And where was so it you went? to... Lovely Manchester Airport and ah, lovely holiday to Manchester, <laughs> <laughs> and all the trains uh, were not running because ah, of the train good. strike. So, had to pay for a lovely taxi from Manchester Airport to Lancaster. Lovely, costing quite literally hundreds of pounds. Excellent. Yes, it's just what you need after a nice holiday. But where did you go? Uh, I went to Austria. Bloody lovely. Yes, it was very nice. Yes. Well, excellent. But now Didn't we're want back to come to back. It. Yes, quite. But at least you had a fun game to take away with you. Yes. See, see how that that was a nice little segue I did there. That was a good link. That was. Yeah. That was. That was, wasn't it? So, uh, without further ado, we'll um, we'll discuss the game that you took away with you to Austria. This week we are talking Just a single game. I only took one game. Only one game. You can't take more. You can only take one. You can't fit it in your bag. All right. Just the one game. And that one game was Tetris Effect Connected. So we've uh, we've discussed this for a few weeks because I was absolutely outraged at the cost of this game. Um, and I still somewhat am outraged at yeah, how much we had to pay that. for this. Um, but it was released in October 2021. Um, and there are two entries onto the Metacritic list for Connected. There might be three, actually. But the, the two that I saw was uh, the Switch, which has a score of 94 and the PS5, which had a score of 93. So it was developed by Monstars Inc. and Resonair, and like we said, released in October 2021. So firstly, what is your experience with Tetris Effect or Tetris Effect Connected? Um, nothing with this version of Tetris, but um, I think any, anybody who played Game Boy as a child... Um, had Tetris, we had Tetris, we had um, a few other games, Mario, Land mm. 1 and 2, Zelda, Dr. Link's Mario. Awakening. I didn't have Dr. Mario, actually. I uh, missed out. Uh, <laughs> it's a shame, that is. Uh, it is. Maybe, maybe, you, can, shame, maybe you can add that to your games on the list when it yeah, comes around. Maybe, yeah. that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, so Tetris was one of the games that I had on the Game Boy, and I mean, Tetris is Tetris. synonymous with games um and it's really quite surprising that there is not another entry for tetris on this list i think we discussed in one of the episodes how tetris did in some form deserve to be here as mm. tetris is tetris um everyone knows tetris i think i believe it's the best selling franchise in terms of video games ever yeah um so for it not to be represented on this list would have been a bit um a bit of a misstep. Mm. So, I I remember playing that game. It had um, the four 
soundtracks, including the classic... Everyone's favourite. Yes. And, yeah, the game has undergone various iterations over the years, but fundamentally it is still Tetris. Tetris. You've still got your your five... um, Tetronomies. Yeah, your five sort of shapes, block shapes that you've got. I I think it's five. And you you are, I mean, jumping ahead now. Oh no, I'm not going to jump ahead. Actually, I'm going to I'm going to backtrack and I'm going to ask you what your experience with Tetris as a series is. Um, very little. I I didn't have the Game Boy version. Um, as you mentioned there, most people probably got, particularly people our age, probably got their their first exposure to Tetris on the Game Boy. Um, and there has recently been a film that came out um, about how Tetris became what it is. Um, But before that, there is a very good video on YouTube that I'd urge um, people to watch if you're interested by uh, The Gaming Historian, uh, which is a very, very good channel. And he goes into a lot of depth about how uh, the Japanese and the Americans managed to get the rights for Tetris um, from from the Soviet Union, because obviously it it was 1986, I think, um, in in Russia and obviously communist Russia at the time wasn't really about exporting its its goods so there's a really interesting story behind it um, but Tetris is it was never really a game that I played that much and I'll be honest with you I'm absolutely cack at Tetris I'm so bad I just something about it I just can't I, I struggle with it massively um, so I've played Tetris in bits and bobs before, maybe on a few different consoles, maybe playing it on my friend's Game Boy, perhaps when I was younger. Um, And I I agree with you, Tetris is the synonymous video game. And if aliens came to Earth and said, right, show us what your concept of gaming is, the game that you would be best suited to show them, it wouldn't be Mario, it it would be something like Tetris. It is simple, and as as, um, some people have described, the only perfect video game. It's the perfect video game. I'd say that alongside maybe Pong. Um, But even so, Tetris is even more simple than that to to a a, a big extent. Um, But no, not much history with Tetris because I suck at it, so therefore I don't enjoy playing it. And yeah, this is my first time playing Tetris Effect Connected, uh, which has got a few gimmicks that are a bit different from normal Tetris. Yeah. Um, So why don't we talk a little bit about what you do in this game? For anyone that doesn't know what Tetris is. Um, as Dan said, you have uh, different shaped tet- tetronimos. I struggle to say that word, um, which are constantly falling from the sky and you have to arrange the blocks uh, for anyone that gets that reference, which I don't think I've ever sent to you either, um, is a Tetris-related video on the history of the USSR, which is very funny. Um, about the man who arranges the blocks. But Tetris is a game where the blocks fall from the sky, you arrange them, and you basically have to form complete lines, and once you do that, uh, the line will disappear, meaning that you can continue to build. Um, but because of the different shapes, it can sometimes be difficult, and it can get a bit overwhelming, and you'll yeah. then miss maybe a spot or two in a line, meaning you can't clear it, and it then turns into complete chaos. I say swear words and stop playing it for a bit is the main basis of Tetris. I mean, anything to add there? Um, The shapes are randomised and you're basically, in a way, trying to build 
a wall without any gaps in and if you do manage to uh, create a line without gaps it will disappear mm. and you want to keep your blocks down and if you if your blocks get too high as you say um, it's game over yes quite so what's what's the gimmick here because tetris like we say is tetris 99% of people that have ever heard of a video game know of tetris or know how tetris works but what makes this one so special besides the look and the, the visuals and the sound which we'll get onto a bit later um so to me I'd, may, maybe i'm wrong maybe i've misunderstood the gimmick here but the gimmick to me is that um you you're racking up a score uh, you can get combos and various things, and once you've finished a level, once you've um, you've eradicated, I think it's so on on the beginner difficulty, which I dropped it down to because this game is quite solid. Um, I got about probably thirty three percent of the way through, and uh, yeah, dropped the difficulty. And it, on the beginner difficulty, you have to eradicate thirty six rows, I think it is, or thirty four, and once you've done that, you are very quickly whisked off straight into another level. And the score that you've uh, built up from the first level will be carried over to the second. So not only are you trying to build a combo um, in the level that you're in, but you're also trying to um, chain together levels. And if you fail, um, you lose your score. You can start again from the level that you were on, but you lose your score. So it's all about getting a high score over, say, four or five levels that that are linked together. Um, and there is very little in the way of loading between the levels. You you are quite literally whisked from one level to the next. Um, I, I don't know if that's the gimmick you're referring to. No, so there is, there is another gimmick in this game, which isn't in normal Tetris. So usually it's the case, because tetro Tetronimos are only four blocks in length or height um you can only really ever knock out a line of four um if you know if, if you do well and you're perfect however this game brings in another element which is called the zone and i because it isn't really explained to you at the start of the game like i watched a few videos and it was only after i played it for a, for an hour or so that i watched a few videos i was like oh okay i didn't realize that was a that was an element of it but on the bottom left of the screen you've got something called the zone bar which fills up as you um, knock down lines and the gimmick with this version of Tetris is the fact that once you've got the zone bar filled you can then go into like a focus mode which effectively stops time until your zone bar runs out and you can then basically um, clear additional lines so that once your zone meter uh, empties instead of you saying oh I've only cleared four Tetronomos, you can get it up to, I think, like 30 or 32 lines wow. in one go. Um, I never managed to do it because I'm not good enough at Tetris. I wasn't even aware of it, so I don't know if there's a special button. I'm sure I built up the, the meter at some point. Yeah, you would have done. It's on. Um, it's, it's, it's either ZB or the triggers. I always get confused with the switch. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how you do it, and you go into the focus mode, which from watching videos, like I managed to get it once, even though my bar was only half full and I didn't take full advantage of it because, again, I'm shocking at Tetris. Um, but, I mean, seeing people that are good at Tetris playing this game on YouTube, doing the stuff that I physically couldn't do, is very satisfying to watch. Um, and I think that anyone that is a Tetris head probably really liked that element. The other element that you've got 
in this new version of Tetris is the multiplayer stuff, and you can play with two, three, four people. Um, and you all can have a, um, a zone bar, and once you fill it up, you each take it in turns to you know clear the lines. Um, so there is a big element of multiplayer in this version of Tetris, which I think is quite cool, because the, the last kind of version of Tetris I remember that had a bit of a gimmick was Tetris 99, um, yeah, that was very cool. Yeah, which released on the Switch uh, maybe two or three years ago, um, which was you playing Tetris with 99 other people, and as you cleared lines, it would be thrown onto someone else's screen until there was only two or one left. Um, just to rub salt in the wound, that was free. Yeah, it was free, yeah. So there are a million versions of Tetris, and you know this is one of the oldest concept in terms of games on the list, like I said, I think the original was released in '86. So it dates back to the Ice Age. It does. It does date back to the Ice Age. Um, and you know, any footage that you watch of like the Tetris founder, I've mentioned him a few times. His name's Alexei Pajitnov. Um, he he walks around in this suit, and the design on the suit is obviously made of tetronimos. I'll get used to saying that word soon. Um, but yeah, there's so much history and there's so much background in Tetris. And I, I even watched um, a video on YouTube of like the the number one Tetris player or like the fastest Tetris player from when he was a kid. Was it Mr. Blobby? It was Mr. Blobby. And <laughs> instead of Tetronimos, it was Blobs. Um, so Blobby Yeah, Blobby mode, getting into the Blob zone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds off. Yeah, it sounds awful. There you go. You can you can imagine that. But um, other than obviously watching Mr. Blobby play it, I did also watch um, like a world record champion playing Tetris Connected, and watching him play was quite something. And he played it twice. He played it once on a controller on the PS4, I think, before it came over to PS5, and then he played it again, but in VR. And amazingly, in VR, he was even better. And it, it was really interesting to watch. I, I, you know, I urge anyone to watch it. Um, but Tetris doesn't have a story. Tetris doesn't have a plot. Tetris is Tetris, as I keep saying. So, gameplay is king. Is Tetris Effect Connected fun? Yeah, I, I enjoyed. Um, so I played through the... There's a journey mode. Yes. Yeah, um, I played through the journey mode to the last level where you had to... On beginner difficulty, admittedly. Mm-hmm. We had to eradicate, I think, 90 rows, and um, I got to, like, 76 and, and gave up. Yeah, so I got, um, I played this quite a lot, and it was, it's just a very enjoyable game to dip in and out of. It's um, quite a good palate cleanser, so if you're playing a big game or something, just to go away and switch off and play a bit of Tetris. So, yeah, I think, it, uh, to me, I think it's really fun to play. Yeah, I, I'd agree with you. I um I find this game very frustrating, but it's the kind of game that I can dip in and out of. So that, that I, I don't really have games on my phone. Um, I don't really play mobile games that often. The, the only one that I've got on my phone is Candy Crush. And the only reason that it's still on my phone is that I'll occasionally jump into it when I've got like 10 minutes spare. Or it, it's a classic sitting on the toilet game, uh, Candy Crush. And I've got to like level, I don't know, nineteen hundred. I might, I might be into the two thousands now. But my save file has been going on for about seven years. And Tetris, 
th- this version of Tetris really makes me think of Candy Crush because this isn't the kind of game I can sit there for you know a good hour plowing time into. It's the kind of game that I can play until I lose my temper with it, stop, and then I'll go back maybe half an hour later. And although it's frustrating, there is something obviously quite fun about it because it kept me going back. Anyone that's listened to this podcast for any amount of time will know that if I think a game's rubbish or something or I'm not enjoying it, it's very easy for me to fall off and just be like, yeah. oh, I, I just can't. And this game did keep me coming back, which, you know, shows that there is something to We've it. We've had small games like this on the podcast where you want to just put in the bare minimum and... Not like the Pac-Man you, game that we did. You. Yeah, uh, and this one, I wish there were more normal levels, um, but they kind of ran out and I got to this tough level at the end, but I wish there were more normal levels so I could play more of it um, without having to replay the same levels so yeah that's got to be a compliment to this game yeah a hundred percent so what there's no favorite move because it is tetris but what is your favorite element the t-shape you like the t-shape I, I was personally a fan of just the long tall one um which didn't yeah, come around they're, too often they're the ones that you're you're always waiting for mm. because you've always got your you're you're always um Get your four lines together and you try and space it so that you're waiting for a yeah a line and it never comes. Never bloody it show seems, up, do it they? seems to come less, less often than all the other ones. Selfish, um, really. But what's your favourite element of this game? I, li- I like the fact that you can... I'm sure this is in many other Tetris games, but I like the fact that you can store a piece. Yeah, um, it is. So you, you can... Um, say if you've got that line and it comes too early and you're not ready for it you can store it mm. so i always had a line in backup and uh ready to use when i needed it i just think that adds another layer to it doesn't it yeah and then the speed makes things quite interesting so in my experience it could go higher than this it went up to uh, 10 speed and at that point you you need to be looking ahead you can't be looking at the block that's going down you need to be looking at the next block before it comes um, and planning ahead because it moves so fast that if you don't do that um, so Tetris although it's super simple and really understandable to just about anyone there's there are a so steep many learning layers curve. to it yeah and, and those people that, that master it like you say it, it's fascinating to watch and you can see how much strategy this game has and yes yeah I think that's cool yeah, I mean, my, my favourite element of this game, it doesn't really come down to the gameplay. And I think that, you know, the zone uh, feature on it is quite cool. I think the multiplayer f- function is quite cool if I'd have played multiplayer at all. But I didn't want to embarrass myself that heavily. That My favourite feature of this game is the, the visuals and the sound. Yeah, it's awesome. And it really stands out. And that brings me on to our next section, which is the look and the sound. Can you explain this look to me and what this sound is <laughs> dubstep that's a, that's a on drugs D- um, dubstep on lsd so this game is really built designed to um basically hammer your senses and what i mean by that visually it's very very striking it's colorful it's sharp it's punchy mm. and it has these backdrops to each level um it could be a desert or it could be the sky or, or i don't deep know a ocean. Snow backdrop yeah and 
it's a theme and it doesn't necessarily add to what you're doing, but it just is really refreshing and it feels, it just looks so good. Mm. And the blocks themselves will change depending on the level that you're in. And accompanying that, you've got, as you say, you've got the audio, you've got um, a, a great, great soundtrack yeah. of original songs, I believe. Yes. And each each uh, theme matches the level that you're in. So if you're in, there's a level which is sort of um, Native American and there's this Native American theme in the background. It sounds like Turok. Um and it's just cool. And it's and what's great about it is that this game moves along with you. So the tempo of the, the music ramps up um when you're placing blocks yes. and you're you're clearing roads. Once you've done like ten lines or whatever, the music will amp up a little bit and then once you get to twenty it'll amp up even more. And like the back. Every time will you place a, a block, there's a there's a beat that, that is yeah. part of the soundtrack. So it's like you're creating the soundtrack and accompanying that further you've got um the switches um joy-con vibration i can't remember what they call it um i can't remember but yeah basically it was it's uh it, it's better than a lot of other vibration and it may not be the haptic feedback that the ps5 has and i imagine that would be cool to play with this game but it's a step above um what yes. you imagine rumble to be and mm. the switch can literally be vibrating in your hands and then you're you've got the beats as you're laying down the blocks and you've got the music which is up and down and speeds up when the level speeds up and slows down when the level speed slows down so you you've kind of got this these calm moments and these really high tempo moments and then you've got the the visuals which kind of pop alongside the beat and it's just this blend of sensory overload and yes it's great that's that's the best way I can describe it. Yeah, it it is. I think that's a good word for it. Sensory overload, and I can understand why the Switch version has one point more, like one higher Metacritic point than the PS5 does, as this game is made for Switch. Like, and it's made for headphones as well. They, yes, they it is. Encourage you to use. Yeah, yeah, they encourage it. Um, and particularly playing this game on the OLED version of the Switch, yeah, um, it was a real visual tr- visual treat. Um, and I wasn't expecting it. Completely unexpected. Yeah. Well, I've, uh, y- you and me talked about it a bit, and we were like, "Look, it's you know, it's Tetris. You know, what 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 can we expect?" And I think both of us were. I I wasn't too surprised by it because I I knew what it was going in because I'd watched a few videos on it in the past. But it was definitely a nice, not surprise for me, but it was a nice realization that this was actually a pretty decent game. Um, yeah. The, my my biggest gripe with it, and it was my biggest gripe for it that I've been going on for weeks, is the price. This yeah, this game on the Switch, I think it cost me thirty five quid. Same, and that's that's not cheap. Bloody expensive, for yeah. A game from twenty twenty one that is not that long. Um, obviously, depending on how much time you put into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. It feels like a, a a nice product. It feels like it's got a lot of polish. Yes. But yeah, the price. I mean, I'd have been much happier. I I, I would have felt happy with the final product if it cost say twenty pounds. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Twenty pounds. I think would have been a fair would have been a fair shout on it because thirty five quid for this game is too much. 
Um, yeah. But alas, the cost is the cost, and it doesn't ever seem to go on sale, which was the another no. the other irritating. I think thing. It we has put this been off for a while, a few times, but yeah, it hasn't gone on sale for yeah, it's some rare. time. So, the question of the week today: um, what I wanted to kind of ask is, what else do you think that Tetris can do? Like we mentioned, you've got the original Tetris, you've got Tetris ninety nine, you've got this. There are probably other versions of Tetris that you and me don't know about. But what else do you think Tetris can do? Because I don't think Tetris is in a fight to stay relevant, because Tetris will always be there as what it is, and it doesn't need to reinvent itself every you know few years because it's just constant but what do you think tetris could do that would be interesting i don't think tetris is ever going to be what it once was which was that cutting edge game that everyone was clamoring to play Mm. it's never going to be that again no i think we have to accept that i think tetris effect connected really does a good job of modernising Tetris and probably does a good job of showing newer players why it was relevant to begin with. Mm. Um, With that coat of paint, that fantastic soundtrack, the soundtrack which makes me want to go and play it. Yeah. That's how good the soundtrack is. It's, honestly, it's brilliant. Um, So they they really did a good job of modernising it and making it feel um, like a fresh product Mm. and you compared it to uh pac-man and i think that's a really interesting comparison because pac-man didn't have nearly the same effects on me as this did no um and and that version of pac-man was somewhat similar wasn't it like you know the the bright neon lights all that kind of stuff and and a similar similar lineage between these two legendary games um but to me tetris effect connected connected a lot more with me um as for what it can do in the future, short of... Um, I know they've done 3D Tetris and things like that before. Mm. And short of adding new shapes, I don't really know. My, my answer was going to be refocusing on making 3D Tetris good. Because from what I understand, th- uh, 3D Tetris is dire. Um, Probably. So I don't know if that is the case. But I, I would say that if they want to reinvent it further or, you know tweak it then focus on 3d tetris and do something with vr um because 3d tetris and vr because i know there was um a 3d version of tetris on the virtual boy um back in the 90s and it looked like a migraine it was just i've got a different answer okay so when you think about tetris is sort of a geometric puzzle game Yes. When you think about other puzzle games and you think about games that have puzzle elements, what do they do to keep it fresh between games? They change the scenario. They mm-hmm. um, they change the setting or they change the characters the puzzles or that portal. you're doing. Think of Portal, yeah, portal 1 so, and Portal 2. Yeah, that's a good example, Portal. So maybe what you do to make Tetris interesting again is you change the format. You change... Um, Maybe you're trying to make a very wide uh, row or something, and or maybe you're trying to make a, a row which is a, a T shape. Like what I what I mean is maybe the stage isn't shaped like a rectangle. Maybe the shape of the stage is different, and due to that, every stage would be a different challenge. Mm. Um, I know that puzzle games in the past have dabbled with adding 
story elements between things and yep. I think that can be quite interesting if they do it right if they do a story that's thematically um, relevant to Tetris which I don't know what is um, maybe something involving um, Russia I don't know well I mean it's not Tetris related but when we get to um, yours and mine uh, mine and your 15 games I've got a shape based puzzle game that we'll be playing called Thomas Was Alone. And that is effectively, like I said, it's not Tetris, it's a platformer. But that is what you do when you give a storyline to shapes and characters to shapes. And it's it's a really lovely little game. Um, I don't know how you could do that with Tetris, but I think you raise a good point. You know, if, if you could do something along those lines with that, I think it would not reinvent it, because like we say, that wouldn't happen, but it would give it a, a different perspective, I guess. If you can change the challenge without just increasing the speed, that would be interesting. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of the difficulty around Tetris is around the speed that it goes at. Yeah. And if you take that element away or you, you change um, the parameters of that, mm-hmm. I think you've got some interesting possibilities. Whether they'll do that, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but you think about any puzzle game, They what they do is they they alter some aspect and they change the challenge. I think that would be the answer here. Um, as I said, maybe it's changing the shape of the stages. I'm sure they might have done that in the past. This is Probably. the thing. Circular there, Tetris. There are so many. Yeah, there are so many Tetris games that <laughs> I've not even. I, I'm not even aware of probably 95% of them. Mm. Um, so it's an interesting question, and I think it's probably the question that all puzzle games have to face yeah um with any sequel so and as you said portal 2 did a great job of it Mm. but what will portal 3 do and how will they keep pushing that envelope um i think it's a bit more challenging or a bit more of an interesting question for puzzle games because you can't just extend the storyline and show what happens next to the characters because i don't really want to know what happens next to that t-shape so no quite yeah other than making me boil over with frustration and anger. Yeah, that that is included. Quite. So, obviously, with it being a game like this, it's a bit of a shorter episode. But what are your final thoughts? What Do you think Tetris Effect Connected deserves to be in the list? We, we didn't give it a position, obviously, because this is one of the, the latter editions after we'd finalised yeah. our list, so we're just covering it as a game that's been added in. But with a score of 94, you know, it's going to be... You know, not not low down. Um, you know, it's it's going to probably be mid midway through. So, do you think it deserves its place? I think Tetris as a franchise absolutely deserves to be represented on this list. Um, looking at some of the other games that are represented and possibly overrepresented on this list. Yeah. Um, this there's no doubt in my mind that a Tetris game deserves to be here. Of course, the argument is um, whether it should be the original. But for me. I would rather play this version of Tetris any day Same. to other versions. Yeah. So I'm quite happy for this game to be on the list. I would say, I mean, you could make an argument that it should be higher up, but I would say maybe the top 30, somewhere yeah. in there, and I'd be quite happy for this game to be there. Yeah, I, I agree with that completely. Top 30, I think, would be absolutely fair enough. Um, and it does deserve representation on this list compared to, as you say, games that are overrepresented here. So yes, I think that it has earned a spot and this is a good game. Not for me, uh, unless, you know, I'm looking to 
exceed my blood pressure limits. But would you go away and listen to the soundtrack? I probably would. I probably would because cool the music's soundtrack. good. Yeah, that 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 will help relieve the blood pressure, maybe. So yeah, I think we both enjoyed this game, and I don't think we were expecting much from it, and I don't think it's no. over like overly over delivered. But I think that we were satisfied with what we played. Yeah, for one of these smaller games, it was a pleasant surprise. Yes, and that's that's a rarity with the smaller games that we that we cover Correct. sometimes. So, what have we got coming up next week? I believe it's quite a big game, isn't it? Yeah, uh, this is one we've been waiting for for some time. About three years. Um, <laughs> well, maybe maybe not quite that long, but yeah, uh, we've we've definitely been talking about this game for a long time, and and I've referenced it quite a few times in the podcast. So, um, next game we're doing is The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Now, I know you may not have completed it by the time um, we record because it is a big game. Mm. I've I've now sunk. 165 hours into it overall um it's massive massive game um i don't think most people seen that much time into it but i really played this game to hell and back when it came out um so yeah uh your your challenge obviously there's no timeline on this and there's, there's still one other zelda game that you've got yeah to finish. twilight princess yeah, it is to finish the Zelda games. And I will hold you to that, but like, like I said, there's no deadline to that. Yeah, and I, I don't think I will have finished this game by the time we get to this. So I've put 25 hours into it so far. Um, yeah, and you're making good progress, but yeah, it's a, it's a big game. Yeah, I've got two Divine Beasts left and then the, the end game, but there's just so much to explore and do that I keep finding myself being distracted. Which well, That's a great thing though, isn't it? Yeah, so, it is which I'm sure we'll go into a lot more detail of when we talk about it next week. I think it's going to be a very interesting I think episode. It's, it's worth sharing. The uh, the tip that I gave you before starting was let this game take you yeah, where don't it do takes guides. you. Yeah, just explore. Yeah, which is what I've been game. doing. That is the, the best word to describe Breath of the Wild, exploration. Yes. And um, yeah, so I, th- I think that's quite a, a good... Um, I don't know what word I'm looking for. Anyway. Yes, it's a good something. Um, that's the word I was looking yes, for. Yes, and, and as we've covered um, pretty much all of the mainline Zelda games in the in the list, other than Skyward Sword, I think that, you know, this is... It's a big one for us, and we wanted to leave Breath of the Wild to... We did want to leave it to the very last episode of the Top yeah. 100, um, but with issues with Half-Life Alex and the additions of the others, we thought we'll just, we'll just do it and, you know, get it done. Yeah, I mean, this our, our podcast is now basically been extended due to the addition of an, another list mm. um, indefinitely in a way. All so, the yeah, From Software nice. games, baby. Yes, and, and lots of others. Yes. So join us next week for Breath of the Wild. I think it's going to be a very interesting episode. And it will be a uh, the end of an era to a game series that we started relatively early on after we started this podcast in 2020. You say that, but there's obviously the addition of Tears of the, the Kingdom, game, which I started last night and I'm, I'm very much enjoying so far. Bloody lovely. There we go. Minecraft, uh, Minecraft Zelda. So Minecraft Dungeon Zelda face. That's right. So, uh, <laughs> Yes, as usual, you can get us on all the social medias with the Long and Short of It podcast. You can email us at the Long and Short of It podcast at hotmail.com. 
Um, but yeah, that was our episode on Tetris. We will see you next week for Breath of the Wild. But is there anything else to add from yourself? No, that's it from me. Lovely. We will see you next week then. And in the meantime, take care. Cheerio. See you on the next one.